This is WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of WSFI Spotlight. I'm your host, Bill Snyder, and on today's program, I am blessed to be joined by Bill O'Connor. Bill is a lawyer, and he has a private practice. In addition, he served as the past president of the Lake County Right to Life in Indiana from 2002 to 2005. He has been an advocate with the Knights of Columbus as well, and he has a beautiful wife, Sarah, who he has been married to for 32 years and four children, Elizabeth, Bill, Sean, and Eileen. So, Bill O'Connor, thank you for joining me here on WSFI Spotlight. And we're going to focus our conversation today on your involvement in the Right to Life movement in Indiana. So thank you so much for being here. Very glad to be here. Maybe we should kick this off and play a song that you wrote called The Ballad for Life. And we're going to play the song because it's a moving, moving, stirring piece. But before we do that, why don't you talk to us a little bit about the composition of this song, and you've written a lot of songs, but this was the first one you wrote. We've written and composed 49 originals now without the ability to read or write music. We've just been very lucky to get some inspirational moments. This was the the first. I was blessed to work with the finest talent in the world in the Bill Porter Orchestra and our vocalist Janice Borla. This is an anthem type song. Very exciting and I'll, I'll get right to the name dropping. We received the apostolic blessing of Pope John Paul II for this effort. Well that's incredible and so here is The Ballad for Life and this is written by Bill O'Connor. So here it is. There's an unborn child who soon will be a man and he'll keep on just gets the chance he is unborn and defenseless and knows no fear or strife and if he just gets a chance he will survive some say life's an option that living is a choice that in life's determination
That's why we must stop all killing and cherish every life and assure for everyone life is alright. Life is alright. So that was. The Ballad for Life. You're listening to a very special episode of WSFI Spotlight. We're talking with Bill O'Connor. And I want you to tell us and our listeners a little bit about the the woman who recorded this, this song. Well, her name is Janice Borla. She's a professionally trained vocalist and trains other people how to sing. And they always say for a lawyer, your biggest challenge is presenting an argument for a cause you don't necessarily necessarily believe in. Well, that's precisely what she did because her personal feelings were on the other side of this issue, and it certainly didn't show in that outstanding performance. That had to be a convincing conversation you had with her to, to get her to record something that she was on the other side of the issue with. She certainly put aside those feelings and She's done many wonderful things that we've been able to to re- and really went the extra mile on that one. Excellent. So I want to talk to you a little bit about your involvement in the Right to Life community and movement. Number one, how did you get involved? And tell us just your personal commitment to this to this cause. Well, I, I think my involvement is a lot of is like many people in this movement or cause. It isn't the result of a lot of contemplation or policy considerations. It's it's really instinct. It's like if you're on the side of a lake and you see a young child drowning, you don't think about it. You react in going after them. And it's too bad that this issue is not that easy to go in and save a, a, a floundering child. It's a lot more difficult and the the opposition is a lot more determined than than we realize they are. You've spent a lot of time in the right to life movement and you've dedicated so <coughs> dedicated to it. I mean <laughs> the beautiful songs and all of these different things. So tell us what you're seeing in the right to life movement. Tell me about some of the challenges that that you've encountered. Tell me about some of the success stories that you've had in in your involvement with this with this incredible work that you've been doing your whole life. Well, I, I would we had two modest instances of success when President Obama came to Notre Dame to speak and there was all the controversy. We filmed a thirty second ad and had it all over South Bend television when he was there. We had a lot of success with that, we also had a billboard a year or two ago about two blocks from our local Planned Parenthood office, and that message on our billboard was, Life begins at conception and ends at Planned Parenthood. And we had a lot of positive response that was gratifying. The war isn't over. I mean, it, it's never over in the Right to Life movement until every abortion clinic is closed. So what are some of those things that and efforts that that you're seeing and being made throughout the country, throughout the the state of Indiana in the Midwest, to help do just that, close well, those abortion clinics. Well, there there are dedicated people all over this country 
but what we face is a movement fueled by money and making more money by killing unborn children and they're have they're still having a lot of success and I wish I, I wish I knew the answer because that that answer is a long way off. Even if Roe versus Wade were reversed during this time period, Planned Parenthood and the rest, they're, the science of killing has advanced relentlessly from taking pills to all these other scientific things. This is going to have to be an area where we're more effective communicating life's beauty and getting into the hearts and minds. Of, of people and we haven't been doing very well. <laughs> I was just going to ask that as you're kind of leading it, what does it take to get into the hearts and minds of people? How do we convince them? And obviously music is one of those ways because because it it stirs in us something. There's an, there's an emotional response to music and that's why I love that effort behind it and of course all the creative billboards and all the creative messages that you're talking about. But what else does it take? What is the single biggest factor in, in helping a young woman or a doctor or a, an abortion provider change their thought process and come to one that respects life from conception to natural death? Part of it takes is the hard realization that the hard line participants who promote abortion are not going to change unless Christ returns. And I don't think I don't think God has any intention of coming down and helping us out. I think His message is, "I've given you the tools. Go out and finish the job." And that's we need to be more realistic about the hard line tactics and the warped science and perverted medicine that these unborn children that are killed are, are being used for it. We have people on the other side that make Hitler look like a rank amateur. You're really calling for a revisit to these looking at how we approach the right to life movement and how we approach combating the abortion movement in the United States. Well, we have to realize what the results are thus far and they're not very promising in that we need to do some self-reflection and look harder. Can I ask you about young people, Bill? Tell me a little bit about what young people are, are thinking about when they look at life, when they look at this issue of life, this young generation of people. What, what, what are they thinking about? Well, of course, that's the key, because when you get people that aren't young people anymore and they're 25, 30 years and beyond, their views are a lot more entrenched and they're harder to persuade. So that that's, of course, that's where the most practical answer in audience is, is with our young people. We need leaders, but we need Essentially, we need leaders, we need women leaders, because our young women from ages 14 to 35, which are in the group that get confronted with this abortion issue, they will naturally listen a lot more to their peers, and they're out there. Yeah, right, and and even for, for men to be be called, because this issue affects both men and women, and, and it gets painted as a women's issue in our culture all the time of course women are the ones that 
that that that their bodies are impacted by and and of course the child is the is the largest victim in the entire situation but 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 men too are affected by this and and young men's concepts of of what life means also have to change and what are you seeing in in their mindset well on, on this issue men have taken this a lot more a, a lot too passively a lot more passively than they should have and they accept or give in to the concept that the most beautiful result of a loving union as a woman is exclusively with that person to be excluded that's the message from abortion that's what affects families negatively and that's what negatively affects relationships one of two persons with the most important decision making it alone instead of between the two of them that is just a a large reason for a lot of social unrest sure so we're having a conversation here with bill o'connor and it's it's just a great conversation all about his involvement and the right to life movement in this country we have to take a short break here on wsfi spotlight we're going to come back and talk more with bill so please make sure that you stay tuned here on wsfi 88.5 fm catholic radio and we'll be right back so stay tuned Hello, my name is Lynn Mills and I'm from Pro-Life Detroit of the Greater Detroit area in Michigan. And Catholic Radio is important because they keep us informed on the relevant things going on today. In fact, Catholic Radio should be renamed Pro-Life Radio because They do so much for the movement. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Hi, this is Wes Riccio from the Holy Family Catholic Bookstore, wishing the fullness of God's blessings upon all those who will soon be receiving the sacrament for the first time. If you have a child, grandchild, or godchild being baptized, receiving their first Holy Communion, or being confirmed, remember that Holy Family has the area's largest selection of gifts, accessories, and supplies to make their special day more memorable. The Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information, including a virtual tour, is available on Facebook. Did you know that you can listen to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio from anywhere in the world? Our live internet stream is available at wsfiradio.org. Just click on Listen Live. We also stream on the TuneIn mobile app for your smartphone or tablet. For iPhone and iPad users, visit the App Store, download the TuneIn app, sign up for a free account, and then search for WSFI. 
click follow to add us to your profile. For Android users, visit the Google Play Store, download the TuneIn app, sign up for a free account, and then search for WSFI. Click follow to add us to your profile. Need help? Call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of WSFI Spotlight. I am joined by my guest today, Bill O'Connor. He was the past president of the Lake County Right to Life in Indiana, and he is also a lawyer with a private practice there as well. So, Bill, thank you again for being here and talking about all these important life issues. Uh <laughs> Thank you again. I think we had a pretty good uh, first 14 minutes, and I, I hope I <laughs> remain somewhat interesting. <laughs> now, this is going to be uh, its a fascinating interview. I always love talking to people about life and some of the things that are going on currently in our climate and culture. Somebody that's plugged in like yourself, so it's, so it's great to have you here. I, I want to talk to you a little bit about just that, the, the current climate of the right to life movement and how can we, we we talked a lot about the theory and a lot about the things in it previously in the first half but what are the ways that we now can go forth and put our hands to the plow and start really making a difference in the society that we live in that is is the unanswered question because the current status is a 1.1 million unborn children are killed in abortion procedures every year. Their body parts are sold. Their kidneys have been used in soda pop sweetening experiments and other warped things like that. We haven't found the answer, and the search goes on, whether it's in various forms of communication or education. We need to keep working at it. What are, what are some of those things that people are doing, maybe in your state and in the Midwest and the, in the country, too, whether it's through enacting legislation or whether it's through there's things that everybody could do. Everybody can participate in the pro-life movement. So, so what are some of those key things that you're seeing and that are making a big difference? Well, one major event was that the Indiana Senate recently passed a bill preventing aborting an unborn child for gender, for gender selection purposes, or for aborting a child with Down syndrome. And as, as we discussed that we were on the break, one of the eye-opening things is, is that you need to, to have a law to prevent <laughs> an abortion for gender selection. I mean, if... Our society, society has gotten to that point where it is becoming, where it is happening or becoming prevalent that there's some broader things that are wrong than just that, that act. The other thing that I think a lot of Catholics want to know maybe is just a little bit about praying, praying for, for these souls. You've written an, a beautiful song, this ballad for life, and you've provided people with a tool to be able to pray and to be able to reflect on life and what are some of those things that you encourage all Catholics to do for life? We have a, a job to do and we didn't win World War II by praying. We 
won it by becoming more effective militarily than the other side. And this is, I don't know if you want to call it a war. There are 57 million innocent victims dead. I got in a little trouble a year ago. I wrote a column for the Times, our local newspaper, and the headline was, Pray after you end abortion, God won't mind. And I I, I believe that. I, I wouldn't Im- impose or lecture people personally on what their prayer habits are. But while we're praying, the other side is doing what they're doing without interruption. And I don't think that's such a good development. It, it's the true Benedictine model of both pray and work. <laughs> and if and if and if you don't have both, as you said, the other side is continuing to advance. Let, let's talk just a little bit about any other solutions. We want to talk what are what are some solutions? We don't we don't have the solution cuz it's not ended. But 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 what are some of the things that we're throwing at this this problem, right? We're trying we're attacking it from many different angles and what are some of the things that we're trying to to do? Obviously legislation this this bill here in Indiana, a great bill to protect life, and obviously we need to do that, but what are those other things that... Well, one of the available methods that has not been used a lot and could be very effective would be the power of, number one, boycotting Planned Parenthood and other abortion providers and their vendors and not using their products in hurting them economically. That's what that's what they understand, and we could be a lot more effective, and it's not that difficult to do. Are there distributors? Are there, you mentioned that some restaurant chains and some different food providers are using aborted fetuses in their taste testing process for and for flavor enhancers in their food. Do you want to maybe just highlight what that really means for us? Because because many people don't even understand or know that. So, so let's talk about what that is and and after that okay well who are they and maybe let's get that boycott going well this was on this was some time ago february 28th of 2012 the securities exchange commission approved pepsi's practice of using tissue of kidneys of aborted fetuses and flavor enhancement experiments that most people didn't know that then or didn't know that now and that's just one example someone can make their own choice. I don't consume those products anymore and haven't for some time. It can be effective if a large number of people do it. I can't even use the term here because it's protected by copyright law, but the big game that is going to be played or that has been played, the halftime show, is sponsored by Pepsi. So these are big companies that are... Well, and it it wasn't just the company. The the practice was described by the Securities Exchange Commission as business as usual, and that they were probably accurate, and that's the problem. That is something that is so disturbing. And when you go to a restaurant, any restaurant, and you hear, is Pepsi okay? We don't have Coke. No, clearly Pepsi is not okay. Yeah, this is, a, this is interesting. I want to help people find out a little bit more about your efforts and, and where you can go to, to talk maybe a little bit more about your website, Bill. You mentioned your website name is takeyourmark.org. You want to tell our listeners about what you can find there and, and how they can really join you. Yes, the first featured item we have on our website is a music video called Save the Children. It's about a two-minute music video. It's unusual. We have some appearances by groups like the Three Stooges and 
other people. It's a lot of fun. There isn't a lot of fun in this issue very often. There are other musical works and and things, and would hope you'd find it interesting. Takeyourmark.org. And any symbolism behind the name Takeyourmark.org? I had the great fortune and honor to compete for Coach Dennis Stark of the Notre Dame swim team at Notre Dame. That's where it came from, and he encouraged us all, and most of it did participate once a week in getting over to Logan Center to help out the kids that are over there that were special needs kids, and that has, that has had a long-term effect. My wife, Sarah, has been managing a group home for four great Down syndrome guys for about eight years. When she got that job, it was a great segment for a Knights of Columbus speech when I introduced my family I said and uh, just a few short years ago Sarah said the most loving and compelling words I have ever heard I got a job that's beautiful stuff and just thank you so much for your witness and for being here and thank you for standing up for life I want to encourage our listeners to listen to the song that you heard at the beginning of our program the ballad for life it is a beautiful moving piece and its story is even more incredible so so we encourage we encourage you to get on to takeyourmark.org and see all the music videos and music because it's truly moving of course they can purchase the the album on your website as well I'm not set up to sell it right now, but if if I get enough interest, I'll get set up real fast. <laughs> okay. Is there an email they can reach you at as well, Bill? Yes, my email is Dublin Capital D U B L I N zero zero one seven at AOL dot com. And I'd I'd like to thank this radio station. We we all have a very uphill battle when we're taking it a step at a time here. Well, I appreciate it, Bill. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your witness. This has been an episode of WSFI Spotlight. Until next time, from all of us here at WSFI Catholic Radio, thank you so much for joining us, and God bless. This has been WSFI Spotlight. For more information on this or any other program, email info at wsfiradio.org. Hello, I'm Joe Scheidler, host of Pro-Life Today on WSFI Catholic Radio 88.5 FM. It's a half-hour conversation with leaders in the pro-life movement committed to protecting the most vulnerable among us. That's every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Or listen anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. That's Pro-Life Today, every Monday at 3.30 p.m. only on WSFI Catholic Radio. Hello, I am Bishop Don Hying from the Diocese of Gary, Indiana. Catholic Radio has a remarkable reach into the minds and hearts of all sorts of people who may not be going to church, who may not have any other connection to learning about the faith. I know so many people have grown in the Catholic faith because they listen to Catholic Radio. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 
1-800-600-6048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hi, this is Wes Riccio from the Holy Family Catholic Bookstore. If you have a child, grandchild, or godchild being baptized, receiving their first Holy Communion, or being confirmed, remember that Holy Family has the area's largest selection of gifts, accessories, and supplies to make their special day more memorable. For baptism, we have cradle medals, baby Bibles, wall crosses, and nightlights. We have beautiful baptismal gowns and accessories, as well as invitations and cards. If you have a First Holy Communion in your family, we have a wide variety of mass books and gift sets, rosaries and medals. We have exquisite veils for the girls and ties for the boys, along with all of the necessary party supplies. Our suggestions for new confirmants include personal-sized Bibles, prayer books, and other spiritual readings that can follow them through their lifetime. And don't forget the godparents and sponsors. We have gifts and cards for them as well. The Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Did you know that you can listen to WSFI local programming on demand? Full episodes of Pro-Life Today, WSFI Spotlight, Healing the Whole Person, Bursting Forth in Sound, along with our novenas, prayers, and devotions are available on your mobile device or online. For iPhone and iPad users, open the already installed podcast app and search for WSFI. Then click subscribe. Android users need to visit the Google Play Store, download the Stitcher app, create a free account, then search for WSFI. Add us to your favorites playlist by clicking the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. The full archive of local shows is also available at WSFIRadio.org. Need help? Call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. 